Hello, future friends. And welcome to the Be My Friend podcast. Welcome back. I'm Tiff and I'm here with my awesome co-host, Tyler. That's me. Welcome back to Be My Friend. This week, we are going to be talking all about unholy blood. If you like unholy blood or you just like webtoons in general, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and you can also listen to us over on Spotify, Apple, and Google. We're on Google Google Podcasts now, so if you are a podcaster who prefers those places, but you've been trooping through the things we've been on, no longer. You can go to Google now. (laughs) You can go to Google now. And my friends, we have a TikTok. A TikTok. We are TikToking. We are talking away. We're over there on TikTok just being millennials. What can I say? Just being millennials over there. But yes, go check out our TikTok. We make a lot of, well, what we find funny, (laughs) webtoon TikToks. But they are all devoted to our favorite webtoons. Yeah, they're hilarious. Okay, take my word for it. They're amazing. Go follow us. (laughs) Yes, all the links will be down below. So you can go check all that out. Go look at us thirst over all these webtoon (laughs) characters because that's what we do 90% of our lives. Speaking of what we do, like I said, this episode is going to be all about Unholy Blood. We've both been reading it and loving it, and there is some serious eye candy in it for everyone. (laughs) I mean, for everyone, though. No matter, like, what you prefer, everyone is beautiful in this webtoon. Heck so. yeah. The main character, Hyan, is absolutely breathtaking. I would say that that's one of the number one things I loved about Unholy Blood when I first started reading it is that the art is immaculate. And I know we say that about pretty much every webtoon, but it's just true. These artists are incredibly talented and Unholy Blood is no different. This art is beautiful. She really grabs you into this webtoon just by her look because what she is is she is a pure blood vampire yes our girl high end she is the only pure blood we know of at this point in the story at this point but her look is just incredible so she does disguise herself as a normal human with brunette hair but then when she is in vampire form she has this beautiful white hair that has a purple hue to it and then she she has these like ice blue eyes that just stand out and I I just love her I just she's <laughs> when I breathtaking her, she's just <laughs> such like... a badass chick and she is such a strong character from the beginning all the way through and she just draws you in so it was Even without the romance in it I was like you go girl I know when I first started it, because of course we've always talked about that too. When we go in to read a webtoon, which by the way, same as our last episode where we covered a full, like we dedicated it to a webtoon, we're going to do our best not to like spoil any major plot points with this episode. So if you've never read it, you're safe to listen. We're going to stay away from anything major. But like when I first started reading it, I, you're going to notice there's not really a love story 
right away and there's really not even a love story there kind of is at this point you start to kind of sense some feelings going on and of course we'll talk about who we're shipping and what's going on but i i was still completely attached to the story immediately because mm -hmm. it's just so well told it really seems that it was written as if it was going to be an anime show um the episodes are extremely long so if you're planning on binging this, you're definitely not going to binge it in two days of time. The episodes are incredibly long and the dialogue is beefy. The creator is feeding us with lots and lots of details and it just seems like it's mapped out as if it was an anime. I'm surprised it's not a show yet. It originally is a Korean webtoon and it's being translated over to us English readers over on the US platform. But... I honestly would not be surprised if it got a show sometime in the near future with some of these Korean webtoons being given animated and even real life stories. I This should be like right at the top of their radar. I hope to God it is because it would be perfect as a like action anime. Honestly, it just has such an interesting tie to to vampires like when you think of vampires, maybe, you know, you think of those old shows you watch. I mean, I, I was a big Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan, like hardcore. So yes. <laughs> she gives me Buffy vibes, but it's totally different spin on it because these vampires can walk among the other people in this world and you don't know who's a vampire you have no idea so they, they could go out in broad daylight they said the vampires are in the schools the government they're hiding in the police force they're like everywhere day doesn't affect them all these things that are traditionally against a vampire like they can be out in the sun you could throw garlic at them nothing's gonna happen it's right. not like the traditional Dracula-esque kind of vampire. They, they don't sparkle. This isn't Twilight. It's all, <laughs> it's all very normal. You know, if they're, if they want to be out and about in the day, they totally can be. Yes. The only thing that is pretty interesting about them is they still can't eat human food. So when they do eat at a restaurant, they will get sick. Um, and it's it's pretty funny to see like high end. She tries to eat food around people to not give away that she is a vampire, and then she will like instantly get sick. She has to um, run away because she gets sick. Yeah, <laughs> it's Poor really thing. it's really fun to watch. There's a lot of twists, so you can find out. You know, maybe some people you didn't expect are vampires are vampires, and the ways that you start to kind of catch on and look for it. I definitely recommend if you're not reading it yet, and when you start, like pay attention because it's so fun to find out who among the the cast actually like turns out to to be on that level and you can kind of look for the signs while you're reading it. I know I was anyways, cause I'm like, someone else has to be a vampire. And it's just fun to watch. You're like, who's acting weird about eating? Right, you're like, were they eating that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, wait, did they eat that food? Are they a vampire? And then I did that with a few characters and as far as I know, they're, they're still humans. So, you know, you can be overly. <laughs> Like an over, you know, I do think that there are characters who are in space right now sometimes, so I get a little overzealous with my predictions, but. Tyler's just over there with like a pencil behind her ear taking notes. Did he spit that soup back in the bowl? I Literally. saw it right there. And meanwhile, it's like a drawing, like no one spits anything. And I'm like, I think that that person's a vampire. There's like no reason to think that, but. That's part of the fun. And the most interesting thing about Hyan 
is there are not a lot of pure bred vampires. She is the one and only that we know of right now. All the other vampires were created by other vampires. And the interesting thing about them is they do not live long. Five years. It's so their entire vampire system is like we said, it's interesting. It's not it's not one that we've kind of seen or read about. And I'm not gonna pretend like I'm a vampire connoisseur who's read a ton of vampire stuff, but this is a new take on vampires that I haven't seen. So yeah, you, Hyan is the only pure blood vampire we have met, but there are obviously others somewhere because everyone knows about them being like the strongest ones. But basically you get turned into a vampire, you have five years to live. The only way you can live longer is if you, if I'm understanding correctly, you drink the blood of a pure blood vampire mm -hmm. and then you can be given extra life. So they're all after her heart. And that's what we're going to be talking about, too, is this uh, whole system within the vampires. They have, like, a person in charge who they call God. And then they have these angels of death who serve God. And these angels of death are after Hyan being a pureblood because they want her heart because it will make them stronger. <laughs> and live, like... Forever. forever or something i don't know yeah. <laughs> like we don't really know we're like yeah something it's pretty extreme <laughs> it's pretty extreme <laughs> they tie in gangs and they tie in like a lot of poverty and different things like that and a lot of those people from the gangs and the poverty come in there like i want to be a vampire not understanding that it's not going to grant them a lot of the vampires are not good people they're after just strength or wealth or different things like that just to make their hard life a little bit easier um and Hyan's very different she grew up as a sweet little girl um father michael takes her in and she does not enjoy being a vampire and you learn that pretty early on she just wants to be normal humans hate vampires the majority of humans like they hate vampires they blame them for all these issues that are happening because it is it's it's on them that's these people who are turning into them for the wrong reasons are attacking others and hurting others and like they're a huge reason for the society's downfall at this point in time and Hyan feels that weight on her shoulders as if she is the number one like person responsible for why this is happening which of course she's not but she was born one she can't help it and that's now that she's living with that, she's just constantly feeling guilty. Like, oh, I'm the reason that the world is terrible right now when personally, no, she's not. And even right. all vampires aren't. You see, there, there's a whole scene and you find out that there are people who are being turned into vampires against their will. Mm -hmm. And then they just peacefully wait to die because mm -hmm. they don't want to hurt anybody. <laughs> that like broke my heart. I know these are like fake characters, but I'm I like- know. These two sisters got turned into vampires and then they just like wasted away and died in their home. Yeah, in it their was bed. So the sad. I was like- Holding hands, you could tell. It was kind of like that Titanic moment with the two <laughs> old people laying on the bed. They did the notebook thing. <laughs> do the notebook thing we can't talk about the notebook again that just gets too sad but <laughs> it's like so sad and that's the problem there's a lot of people who are doing this for the wrong reasons and then there's a lot of people who are just in the Being wrong forced. place at the wrong time yeah. and yeah there's a whole story plot later on too where you learn about other people who have turned into vampires and kind of their reasons behind it and yeah i'd say 90 percent of yes. the time it's not good it's not it's good not reasons good. 
It's not very good reasons. Most of the time, it's people that are, you know, up to no good, just looking to better themselves for the wrong reasons. And then the other people that are being forced into it, um, they get forced into it, you know, to become part of this vampire army. Um, and it's like a creepy for, vampire for cult of death. And, you know, it's pretty sad um, to see, but it's very interesting to see all the different tie-ins with all the characters and why they're doing this and why they're plotting it out. And I really do like the terminology they're using, like the angels of death for the head vampires and God. He's like the one. I'm assuming God is a pure blood. Yeah, I, I would assume God is supposed to be a pure blood vampire as well, because I think if I am understanding correctly in the first bit of the series, that is how the angels of death are made stronger mm -hmm. and given a longer lifespan is because God lets them drink his blood, his blood. Mm -hmm. So he must be. But still, Hyan is like regarded as the most powerful vampire. She's, oh she's like the white haired vampire. She's like a lore to the vampire community. So, yeah, it's really interesting to see when you're reading Hyan do her fight scenes because it glows purple all around her and she just like has fists flying. It really has that action anime feel to it. Like you're reading Dragon Ball Z or like Sailor Moon, the fists get really big, but she still looks gorgeous behind. And it's just really, even the faces of the people getting beat up is definitely like an anime action. It's so striking. You yeah, definitely you feel vein. it. It's like, yeah. oh my God, her drawings are so veiny. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> like you see Unte, which we're, we're going to talk about Unte. We're going to talk about Unte. He's he's always got so many veins on his arms, and I'm just like, hello. And elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. We sip for Unte, and I'm not afraid to say it. We just do, okay? And he's a ginger. But he like is a, a dark ginger. ginger. Oh, yeah. He is a dark ginger. But yes, that is like, Hyan is the main character. She's the badass of the story. She's the main thing that you need to focus on when you start Unholy Blood. As we mentioned, she is brought up by Father Michael, who is a Catholic priest. And she is brought in by him because she was orphaned. Mm -hmm. He, her whole life, has kind of tried to give her the ability to cope with this burden that she has basically been born with and live among people without revealing herself. Obviously, the vampires are on to the fact that there is, like, a pureblood white-haired vampire out there and they're looking for her and father michael knows this day is going to come so they're just doing their best to keep her hidden and keep her like under the radar but obviously that doesn't work out so well <laughs> no it does not and yeah he father michael is such an interesting character as i mean tyler <laughs> tyler absolutely loves him <laughs> he is legit a priest but he is also so badass. Like, he will get out a pistol, bang, 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 and he will hit you with a board with screws on it. <laughs> yeah, he's got, like, a two-by-four, and he's just got it, like, with loaded nails. up with nails. I'm like, yeah. hello. He comes out with a freaking flamethrower, and I'm like, yes, I will be in church on Sunday. He used to be a soldier. Yes. So he has that combat type of yeah. background. But when he takes in Hyan, sometimes he comes off that he looks down at her. 
as you keep reading, you do find out that it was all for good intentions. Yeah, he has been such an amazing father figure to Hyen, and you get to... I freaking love Father Michael so much. And it happens really early on in the story, but something does happen to him at the hands of a angel of death. So that's kind of how the story kicks off, is that they messed with Hyen's family. They messed with, like, her dad, her father figure. This is who raised her. And that is what, like, lights the fire under her butt for this story to, like, really pop off and get going. And I, my heart was broken because I love Father Michael so much. <laughs> he was such a badass. But even to the end, his whole goal is just to protect Hyen and make sure she doesn't reveal herself. Right. And, and she doesn't really understand that until a little bit later on. And it's just... It's such a heart, oh my goodness, I have chills just thinking of it, how it all goes down and her feels. I mean, the one panel of her just experiencing the amount of pain she feels from what happens to Father Michael is just incredible. And it's such a well-drawn-out scene. You actually could, I could feel her pain and just like hear her emotion like it was so intense and those panels of her like waking up in the middle of the right. night and just like sobbing yes. are some of the most emotionally striking panels reading his notes oh my god oh yeah he would write her these notes and he wouldn't he was a very reserved man when he was raising her and working throughout his life he's always been like very reserved you don't always see how he's feeling what he's doing and he does he does this with a purpose Mm -hmm. and it so it just hits 10 times harder i know in a previous episode i've said i cried over one webtoon well guess what (laughs) i have now cried over two webtoons because this webtoon has gotten me not once but twice now that i have openly teared up i think one might have even fallen down my face a little (laughs) because it's so well it's so emotionally well done i felt it Yes, and it it all connects so well. I'm so happy she did this earlier on in the webtoon, too, to kind of, like, grab you in and just see this revenge story unleashed. Because I really love that, how it ties all together, too. And then now we're getting some backstories as you read on with all the characters. And it's all balanced so well. This one is definitely smooth with the backstories and everything. it's so so smooth. It's a lot like when we were talking about FaZe, how you just kind of get everything in one go. And we love that. <laughs> we're, we're both so, I don't, I don't want to say we're simple-minded, but I suppose to an extent, it, we can appreciate the complexity of something that takes a while to unravel, but I really do love when things are kind of in these pieces, which is the way Unholy Blood is being done. There are still some big reveals that are left, but they're not like tiny things that you're confused and didn't realize you didn't know yet. They're things where you're like looking forward to learning them because you know it's going to come eventually. So I really, yeah, I'm glad the way that they kicked this story off is perfect. I agree with you 100% on that. It was so emotionally devastating, but the perfect way to just set off what's going to be the rest of the story. Yes. Our hero onto this uh, revenge story, this mission. And that's how we see her kind of, she teams up with the very, very attractive detective. 
yeah, he is introduced pretty early in the story as well, and you basically find out about him because he comes to their school to investigate a vampire attack, and it was an attack on one of her professors. Well, you could tell this this detective who we're talking about now is is Unte. It's that guy we simp for, you know, attractive man. <laughs> Very. That's how she draws him all the time. When he is straddling the motorcycle, I just can't. <laughs> Did we mention he has a motorcycle? No, but anyway. <laughs> Not one, but like a bunch. <laughs> like a like, bunch. <laughs> and then they're both riding the motorcycles and I'm like, power couple. <laughs> You're introduced to him because he, he comes to the school. He's going to investigate this vampire attack and I, he catches on he knows Hyan is a vampire like and eventually she even asks him she's like how did you know and he's like that's a secret so then you're kind of side-eyeing him like what the hell do you mean it's a secret you, you, you knew she was a vampire but right you know, and he's kind of you're very confused because he is the head of that department he is the head of running the that part of the force to get these vampires you know so you're like oh does he know like something right so you immediately think oh god in the very beginning when you meet him you're like oh no he's gonna do something to high end but you're like please don't because you're gorgeous and i want you to be a good guy but he is they team up and that happens pretty early on that he helps her he helps her get out of a few situations where others might have discovered she was a vampire and he takes like her in because she has nowhere to go. And I'm like, yes. get married. But also, that doesn't make sense yet because I just met you. <laughs> right. But I'm just a shipper at heart. I can't help it. He's so cute, too, because, I mean, even though this comic is so serious and there's like a lot of um, dark, you know, backstories going on, too, the comic relief in it with him are amazing like she draws him in these funny pj pants which <laughs> and they're like what are but why are you wearing those pants and he's yeah. like oh i didn't think i was gonna you were gonna see my my legs in this panel <laughs> like they just totally break the fourth wall it's incredible so incredible my favorite scene is when he's getting ready in the morning like he usually does he's like first i do this and then i drink my favorite thing a protein shake and he's just talking to himself and flailing all over his kitchen and then he sees high in there because he forgets that he told her she could stay with him and he's like you didn't just see me right now did you and she's like being weird yeah i did (laughs) it's like his inner monologue is like i hope she didn't see me being weird but she did yeah and she she even says that she's like being weird yes yes no no i didn't (laughs) oh you being weird no i didn't see you being weird at all (laughs) it's so freaking amazing he's our he's our favorite hands down after high end which he is and i like his character too because um things happen with him and they kind of catch you off guard a little bit and then you're like oh my god don't be bad his character is just so genuine and you just love that about him he's amazing his backstory is incredible if you've yet to read it when you get to his backstory trust me oh my god you're in for a treat if you are reading it you already know what's going on and i know you agree (laughs) it's amazing i love it so much Yes, you dive into his family and his sister and it's just... It's a whole thing and it's so incredible. And they both have these like... So much sense. Yes, they both have these huge reasons for wanting to take down the angels of death and like eradicate the world from these bad vampires. And you know that that's purely what it is. He's not out for every vampire that's walking the streets. He wants the ones that are actually causing problems and doing bad things. Mm-hmm. which there is a definite subset of them. Like the first one we run into is 
Lucian, who mm-hmm. is one of the angels of death. And he's got this blue hair, these gold fangs. <laughs> and he's basically taken over this this underground like club and he's turning people into vampires and like building this army for himself. And that's what they all seem to kind of be doing is they're making these armies to serve them, to serve God. And they're all after high end. And that's the first one we meet is Lucian. He's the one who ultimately kills father Michael. And that's who kind of kicks off the, the you thing. learning about this sort of hierarchy of uh-huh. vampires, I'd say. And how their system works. Yeah, and it's pretty interesting because when you meet Lucian, you don't really know about this hierarchy of like this little club of the angels of death. So, I mean, after Lucian, then you just kind of get, it's like an onion. You start to get all the peels. And it's really, it's really interesting to see how the creator did it because Lucian, even though he was super strong, it seemed like he was the weakest of the this little vampire group and as we go and meet the other ones we kind of see each one and it's not like we go through each one and that's it they're gone as Heinz find them but we also get each of their backstories and we discover how they became the angels of death which I think is amazing because it's not just a villain and then they're killed and gone we get each of their backstories as Hyan is meeting each of them and it's incredible i love it and i love that there reminds me of like a video game or something you keep getting hit with these bosses and eventually there's going to be like the big one at the end like eventually you will fight bowser you know and (laughs) that's god i don't know but whatever but each one it gets like stronger every single time as it should and i it, it is funny um in the chapters we're kind of on now as we're catching up i know that that's kind of marked like remarked on they're like well why don't we all just go after her why are we doing this one by one? And I think there's even a fourth wall breaking moment there where they're like, this is the plot. <laughs> this is the plot. <laughs> it's just, it's so funny, but it's perfect. I love it. It's, you get to learn about him each as you go. And like right? you said, Lucian is definitely, you know, he's the bottom of the barrel, but he thinks he's so tough and cool. But like, oh my God, he's no match for high end. I mean, none no. of them are. Not even a spoiler alert. Have you seen her? <laughs> Have you seen her? Have you but seen it- her? <laughs> Girl, I am getting nervous. I'm not going to lie. Like, Lucian, I wasn't too nervous for. And then the next one, I was like, okay, that rattled me a little bit. And now I'm, like, super nervous. (laughs) No, I'm super. Yeah, this one does make you nervous. As you go, you do worry. You're like, does, you know, is she going to be able to fight these people? But she's got Unte on her side. And he is constantly like, she's got it. And I'm like, well, Unte thinks she's got it. So she's probably got it. Um, but he's A plus moral support. We love him. We love a supportive man. Get you a man who supports you like Unte supports Hyen. Yes, yes. Um, but yeah, Lucian. He's the first one you meet. Very fascinating character. I'd be lying if I said I didn't simp for him just a teeny tiny bit. He reminds me of Brendan Yuri, the lead singer of Panic at the Disco. <laughs> he just walks in. He's like, I chimed in. And I'm like, yes, Brandon Yuri vibes, get it. But uh, he's bad, so. Yeah, I mean, I did like him as a villain, too. I'm like, ooh, I I like you. Like, he's a good Playing this part. However, when you get his backstory, it's so cringy. You're like, oh. He's such a, like, I, I don't even know. I, I just want to call him a douche. <laughs> he really is, though. I'm like, he's a douche. I don't know. I'm sorry. 
And it's really interesting to see um, how you become an angel of death because you're not just given that role. You have to fight for it against other really strong vampires. And to think that they say that their will, that they're so driven by whatever it is, that's what makes them the strongest and defeat all these other vampires. But with his his will to be like, he doesn't want anybody to look down on him. He wants to be at the top. And I'm like, well, is that you why you got gold problems. fangs? Is that why you got the vampire equivalent of a grill? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> you don't feel for him. I'm imagining as we go, I don't know what the backstory for all the Ooh. angels of death will be. But that I assume, oh, yeah, there are some freaky ones. No, that one, though, is, okay, yeah, there is a real freaky one. If you're that far, you'll get this. He, oh, oh, God. He rattled me. I was like, He's you creepy. are bizarre. And his backstory was so creepy. Like, read for the creepy factor, because this man is very creepy. But there is one coming up, and we have, we don't know him yet, but he is Oh, him. Oh, my God. I sit for him so hard, guys. With his lion? I was like, like, boy, what are you doing with a lion? He has like a vampire lion. And you know it's a vampire lion because the eyes of the lion glow red. And you're like, what? This man, he's always got like his wine glass with blood in it. And I'm like. And he's just like. He's the cutest. He's, he's, I mean, okay, listen, I I simp for Unte really hard. But this guy. Oh. Ooh. He kind of resembles him. He if resembles you, Unte, but with purple hair. Gave me a chance. <laughs> I would take it. <laughs> he's very, he's very good looking. I have some very weird, um, like I turn into a bit of a psychopath with him because there's this part of me. We got our, we got our hats back. Where I, I really just want him to be good in the end, maybe because he's so hot. I'm like, maybe he'll somehow have a redemption arc. <laughs> Right? And I'm because like, I see the lion and I'm like, anyone who has a whole ass lion can't be bad. Well, I have a theory that him and Hyan have a little bit more relation or some type of connection more so than the other angels of death. Because, like, I girl, know... I hope you write. <laughs> I don't know. I just... His character stands out so much. And so all the other ones were acquaintances um, when they met. But I feel like his is going to be completely different. I think he knows a little bit more about Hyan than she knows herself. And we kind of see as we go on that she lost a bunch of her memories. So right. we don't really know yet. That's a huge oh. plot point. She doesn't remember... I don't think... Is it known she doesn't remember her parents or anything like that because she was orphaned, but it wasn't at like a baby age. It was at a young age and she doesn't really recall her parents. She doesn't know, you know, where she came from. She lost a lot of her memories. So yeah, I'd be great at this. I wish I could think of his name, but it's okay. Just remember hot guy with a lion. You got this. If when you read it, you'll know. And if you are reading it, you'll know. Yeah, I put the tinfoil hat on because y'all, I just want him to be good. I I want to sip for him because he's good. I'll sip for him if he's bad. It doesn't matter. But like, I want him to be good. (laughs) He's too pretty to be bad. I don't know. Maybe he is the reason to why she can't remember anything. Maybe to why she lost everything. Or maybe their brother and sister. Who knows? Oh my God. What if they're related? Yeah. Mm hmm. All, or, all I know is he's my favorite. Or maybe they'll have like a, a love connection and then, he, you know, that there might be like a triangle. <gasps> oh my God, imagine. Imagine. <laughs> I mean, I'd be all for that love triangle. 
I would probably even suffer a little with it. But in the end, I'd be like, you belong with Unte. I will take Ryan, man. I don't know. This whole thing with him, I'm like, he's going to have like this deep connection with Hein just because I just saw his purple hair and I was like, there's something that sticks out immediately. We're talking about him like he's one of the main characters in the beginning. He's really not. So if you haven't read the story and you're like thinking this guy's going to be like the biggest deal ever, he might be eventually. But at the point we're at right now, he's really he's really not. But he stands out. So like mm-hmm. if you are reading the story, let us know if you know who we're talking about, first of all, <laughs> which you do. You have to know. If we said lion, that has to click. He's always with the other angels of death and he's always mm-hmm. with their group. If you know who we're talking about, let us know if you also felt like he stuck out to you immediately. Because, yeah, I know he definitely jumped out at us right away. We're like, this guy, well, A, he's hot, but he seems really important. He's very nosy about Hyan and how everyone's going to approach um, her. And he seems like he has the closest tie with God because he delivers all God's um, messages to the other angels of death. I was going to say, what if he's God? But I'm actually pretty sure that he's not God. Right, I know. But he could be God. He's my God. After Father Michael. Father Michael died and then this guy became my god. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) I swear, though, he's like the best one. So if nothing else, freaking read the story so you can get to him. And then let us know how shook you are by his presence. Yes. Because the other angel of deaths are all either creepy or bizarre. I can't so weird. I can't wait till that that guy with the glasses, that angel of death. I'm like, boy, what are you going to do? You're always like sucking on something. I don't know what he's sucking on. <laughs> I know. I know. Like, what are you going to do? I, I, this, I love the vampires in this story. They're it's, all so interesting. You actually enjoy reading about each of them and how they became to where they are now. So yeah. if anything, like this story has humongous layers, humongous. And yeah. We're like beyond an onion at this point. This is like a... What's something with lots of... This is like a sheet cake. (laughs) We're like, we're peeling the fondant back. And then there's like, we got this. With different flavors. (laughs) We got the red velvet on top. We got the marble in the middle with some chocolate on the bottom. There's like a hazelnut cream up in there. It's crazy, guys. It's crazy. Even if you're not into the whole supernatural or vampire side of things, I don't think you have to be a vampire fan to read this, even though the whole story is based on vampires. It is just an overall good story. And, you know, each character builds on the one before it. And it's just... It's very interesting. It's a very action packed. So don't yes. take it as like a vampire story. No. Take it as like an action story. Take it as an action. I'm pretty confident in saying mm-hmm. that there is a love story here. It's going to be a slow burn, which I freaking adore. So hell yeah, bring it on. I'm ready for this. But you do start to see it. I think we we probably can touch on that. We have kind of talked about Unte and Hyen, but obviously that's kind of the main ship that you you start and you start feeling right. right from the beginning. And even as things transpire, as the story goes on between them, I see nothing but like the tension that is building. They bust each other in the beginning and then it just gets a little bit stronger. And I think he is the first one to notice it. So he's starting to realize, like, wow, I find her attractive. She's like, oh, she's actually really cute and awesome yeah. and super strong. And she can ride a freaking motorcycle like a boss. So he, like, breaks out his garage full of 
motorcycles to show her. And this is one of my favorite parts because he's like, I think I've got a moped. And she just like hops on this hog. Nah, man, I got this. Right? <laughs> like, I know. The moped was like lime green or something or mint green. <laughs> like freaking high end. She's better than that. You know right? that. Not that there's anything wrong with a moped. I can't even drive a moped. But you know. But she's like, I need the she's Harley. badass. <laughs> oh my God. I just love them together. I want them love to them. kiss. I drew a fan art of them and it was, it was so self-indulgent. I went to see them in love. So I drew them in love. But it's amazing. I love it. I love Thank it. You. Even when they... I know I was like I hope that actually happens <laughs> Fingers crossed. I I, that. <laughs> so I'm always like kind of creeping on the Korean version so I'm always like are they gonna kiss soon and I'm like just going off of these weird like, thumbnails that one looks a little <laughs> but Ken looks like they might kiss they're nowhere near yeah <laughs> There is a lot of tension though, like even when they're bickering, they get so close to one another and just the way they comfort each other. That's one thing about Hyun's character. She's just so sweet. She has such a heart of gold. Like, she, I don't, I don't think there's a nicer person than Hyun. It's so devastating that at any moment, if a person found out she was a vampire, that they would have a vendetta against her because she is just the absolute sweetest. And like we've already said, it's not like she tried to become a vampire. This is what she was born as. And she does her best every day to just get through life. And she's obviously doing her best right now with Unte to take down the bad vampires and get rid of them in the world. It is so sad. She puts everyone else before her all the time her family all the time Unte, his his family like she puts yeah. everyone before herself and so. he notices this and that's a huge development in their relationship is that he just starts to see how genuine and sweet Hyun is and i think he wants nothing but the absolute best for her and you see that there's moments where he comforts her oh. that i almost died on the ground because i was so emotionally moved he just like holds her and i'm like yes <laughs> there's a really big part uh that's kind of happened recently if you're caught up like we are i should check really quick where we're kind of at right now we're around episode 45 ish and in recent chapters there was this big part where something kind of devastating happens to Hyun, and unte comforts her by just like holding her in his big arms and i'm like yes and like his hands like on the back of her oh, like Y'all are oh, so cute. I'm gonna oh die. <laughs> I love how we come on here. Whenever we talk about these series, we're just like, they're so adorable. <laughs> just or get like, together. The person's so hot. But then we try to, we're like, but it's a really good story, guys. Like, there's a it's lot a of action. Really it's really good. I honestly was hooked immediately. I saw people pushing it. They were like, you should read Unholy Blood. You know, it's a really good story. And the same thing you'd mentioned, I'm thinking, I don't really like vampire stories. I don't. I just don't. Um, I know you mentioned you're like a big fan of Buffy the Vampire. I never really did watch that or get into it i we've already talked about how dumb we thought twilight was <laughs> i like old school vampire stuff um i like like dracula and right. these original things but i'm not like a huge 
vampire fanatic. So that's even more proof to just be like, go check it out. You don't have to be like a vampire connoisseur to enjoy this. It's kind of got like that fantasy supernatural feel. It's not like a, this is all about sucking blood and throwing garlic at people and whatever, you know. You don't have to stab anyone with like a wooden stake. These vampires melt when they die, so. It's so sad. (laughs) Unless they're bad, then they just melt and they're dead. But isn't the way to kill one is you have to take their heart out. Mm-hmm. So you so. like reach in and like grab their heart, or if you shoot the same place over and over again, because that was Father Michael's tactic. He's oh like, yeah, and he could just shoot them like right in the same spot over and over again. <laughs> How do you do that, sir? Tyler's oh, drooling. <laughs> I know he's a holy man, but <laughs> we made a TikTok about him. We did. So. See, follow our TikTok. It was dedicated all to Father Michael. So. It was all Father Michael. I can't get enough of Father Michael. I might go back and reread the very beginning of the series just to read Father Michael again. I'm envious of Michael. you if you haven't read it yet because you get to see Father Michael for the first time. And I'll never get to do that again. You do get like flashbacks. Yes, I love the flashbacks. I just love how when you first see, he's like, he's got a cigarette in his mouth. He's like, I'm here with a flamethrower. He's like freaking Elon Musk up in this house. Right. Goddamn burn. He's going to like take on all the vampires. It's like the Terminator, really. He has like the bullets across. And he's so unfazed when he comes up on this club for them. Whatever he does, he like goes in packing heat ready to take out this army for the angel of death which at this point in time in the story is lucian and he really mows down a good portion of lucian's army and he's just like a priest he's not a vampire he's a human man right (laughs) he like mows down dozens of vampires a lot and i mean lucian even says like that he was shocked by this whole incident. He didn't expect him to last as long as he did. And he said, what a waste, too, because I guess they were, like, his better vampires. So. Yeah, so he literally took out what even Lucian and Angel of Death thought were his stronger recruits. Right. And he could have made it, but even in his dying moments, he was like, hi, and if you come in here and you save me, they're going to know you're a vampire, so don't do it. Right. Um, which is so sad. Oh my god, the most devastating. Like I'm just watching that, thinking about it now. I might start crying. It was so heartbreaking. There's just so much. <laughs> She's crying. <laughs> There's so much. I mean, even like leading up after that to see, because he not only orphans Hyen, he also orphans these other two little kids like yeah Hyen has these like adopted siblings or these little kids that yeah, she's been caring take, for yeah. with father michael and oh my god there's a part where she has to tell them that she's a vampire and that she has to leave she's like i gotta go because i need to go and fight these vampires and the kids are just like yeah we know you're always drinking ox blood Hyen's like what the hell you knew the whole time I'm looking forward to the end. I hope that like whatever happens, it's everything's good. Those kids get like a good future and everything's fine. I think that's what's so incredible about this story. You just keep, you know, there's going to be a huge buildup and each milestone you hit is already huge. So you're like, what is the finale going to be? It's going to be incredible. And Right. Like, when does she get to God? Like, what's God going to be? And then I'm like, what if that's not even the end? You're like, whoa. It's like the next video game. (laughs) She beat this one. Now there's a new one with a new boss.
Yes. It's so intense. It's so intense. And I mean, it's getting harder for her and you see that and you're like, oh no, <laughs> like yeah. we're only on the third one. I know. And, and I'm a lot. That's the thing too. You think these ones are going to be so hard for her and then she still goes in and just completely kicks their butt. Cause a lot of times if there's an issue, it's because they have mastered something that she hasn't yet, mm-hmm. but she has the ability to master all this crap that everyone else does because she's a pure blood vampire. Yeah, but she just she has just to unlock it. Unlock it like a video game. She just needs to find the key and unlock it. Is this Jumanji? Is this Jumanji? Hold on, there's a lot going on. I'm obsessed with Unholy Blood. This is easily top five. I would place it pretty high. I think it's a lot for us to say that it should be made into an anime. I think that takes a lot. I'm not going to be one to sit here and be like, every webtoon should be animated. Because like you said, there's so much... There's, There's so much so like much. beef to each episode. It's just like full. It just seems the way it's written is like the dialogue that you would have in an anime. I agree. We, we're not going to say that about every webtoon necessarily. We have our favorites that I'm a little biased. There's probably some webtoons where I'm like, turn it into an anime or maybe it wouldn't <laughs> make sense, but I love them so much. It would just be perfect. I mean, I do have to say early on when I started reading Unholy Blood, it took me a couple episodes just because it was so beefy with the the episodes are so long. So the first couple, you don't have a tie yet with the character, but it's like only the, I would say the first four. Yeah. And then, then you start to feel roped in. You feel connection with the main character a little bit more and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> it doesn't, it, it takes a little bit of time. Just power through those first couple of episodes if you're like us, because I was very much on the same level as you. It can be the most interesting thing in the world and I still... It, it's like any book. You got to kind of mm-hmm. get through the first bit where you're learning about them and kind of getting a feel for the main characters. But all it took was like seeing how badass Hyen is and then yes. like meeting Father Michael. And I Father was like, Michael. Yeah. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Amen. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> Amen. Holy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm here. I'm here for the long haul. Overall, it's an awesome read. It keeps you at the edge of your seat don't have to be a vampire lover to love it. You will just love it. Just be a person who loves good stories. (laughs) (laughs) That's all that's required of you to read on Holy Blood. There's a reason that people are hyping it so much right now. On that note, we just did a really cool video project with our friend Asel on this very webtoon, Unholy Blood. So I'm going to go ahead and link it below. It's called The Reader's Court. Tiff and I were asked to go on and be judges in it. It's really fun. It's such a fun video and you should go and check it out. It's all about Lucian and we're going to be charging him for some really odd crimes. It's it's pretty funny, Um, very entertaining. And if you ever seen a cell's work before, it's always... It's always so funny. That kid is so so talented. He's our favorite and we felt so honored to be asked to participate in this with him so please go give it some love give him some love and in general just give webtoon and this series some love because obviously if it weren't for that we wouldn't have been able to do it you made it this far comment down below sheet cake sheet cake Mm -hmm. yes comment sheet sheet cake we'll know i the last few videos we've done we've done this and and nobody has commented our words so i don't think anyone's making it to the end we we know (laughs) It's okay. 
just crushes us a little bit. It only hurts my (laughs) spirit. And who cares about that? We're our own biggest fans, okay? We will comment she cake down below. And shout out to these amazing friends of ours. They're always commenting on our stuff. And we love you guys so much and we appreciate you. So shout out. Yeah, we heart you guys. We We appreciate it. We really do. It helps us to keep moving. It does. It helps us grow. It also keeps us motivated because we know that there are a few people who are really listening to us and enjoying it. And honestly, you guys make our day. So thank you. Thank you. Yes. From the bottom of our cold, dead hearts. Thank you. (laughs) And don't forget, peeps. Be Be our friend. friend. said please and thanks at the same time <laughs> thanks well, this is sis <laughs> that was me saying please and thanks and say <laughs> okay <laughs> like what <laughs> we go to saturn's <laughs> no, i don't know I just we probably will <laughs> we could go to the moon the moon is now behind me i got a new backdrop either way we're going to space we hate the moon we do hate them when we're battling it. We're fighting it right now, which has nothing to do with anything, but y'all needed to know. Y'all needed So. So. How is everyone? <laughs> Answer down below. Be honest, how was your day? <laughs>